Hallelujah and greetings and God bless each and everyone listening in today. I hope everyone had a wonderful week. Let us all confess with our mouth and believe in our heart the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's message comes from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20 through 33. Please follow along if you have your Bible. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church, and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, 
and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. The Holy Spirit speaks of the mysterious truth of God's amazing love for sinners through the marriage between Christ and man. Through the imperfect marital relationship in the world, the Holy Spirit gives us the dispensation of God showing the perfect relationship between Christ and man through the spiritual marriage. First, today's main scripture deals with the marital relationship between husband and wife in Christ. But in reality, the commandment asking for submission to each other between wife and husband has become a very difficult issue these days. No matter how good a wife, born again in Christ, may be, it may not be so easy for her to submit to the husband with fear according to the word of God. Now this is because even for a husband who is born again in Christ may not be in holiness as much as his wife is willing to submit unto him with fear. Apostle Peter asked wives to submit unto own husbands even though he may not be obeying the word of God. In 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 1 he said, Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. Also from the husband's point of view, it would be almost impossible to love the wife when regarding her as the weaker vessel with unconditional love as Christ did, no matter how serious the sin she may have committed. Through the education system of this world, almost everyone is brainwashed with the principle of relativity. Instead of obeying the absolute word of God, most of us are willing to decide how we should deal with other other person according to their behaviors. This is the reason why wives tend to first think whether her husband is worthy enough for her to submit to. Therefore, God grants us the marriage system in this world and tells the wife and husband to obey each other so that both of them may deeply realize that neither one are worthy enough to obey each other. From what Jesus said while washing the feet of his disciples, we should be able to understand a very important truth. In John chapter 13, verses 7 through 10, Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not know, not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus saith unto him, He that is washed needed not save to wash his feet, 
but is clean every whit, and ye are clean, but not all. Skip to verse 14 and 15. If then your Lord and Master have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have. The Lord washed the feet of his disciples by his own hands because he said that he would save their souls through his blood when he died, resurrected, and fulfilled eternal redemption. Therefore they are supposed to minister unto one another, forgiving one another, and wash one another with the word of God whenever they gather together. Apostle Paul testify that just as Christ washed the feet of his disciples, Christ is still washing the feet of his disciples with the words, and that the saints should also cleanse each other by serving one another by the word of God. He said this in Ephesians chapter 5 verses 26 and 27, as we read earlier, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Through the Apostle Paul, the Holy Spirit spoke about the mystery of spiritual marriage between Christ and the church members of God, who form the body of Christ in the future. Just as Christ, who is the husband, cleanses and sanctifies his church with the water by the word, the husband has to serve his wife by the word to cleanse her continually, so that the wife may be washed by the waters of the word as the body, as well as the husband to be washed by the words of God to form a body, a holy body, a family, so that both of them may submit to each other as they serve Christ with fear. The Holy Spirit foreshadows Christ through Genesis chapter 24 who will appear to redeem the sinners through his blood atonement and purify the saved Christians with the word of God and become one body with them through the spiritual marriage. Abraham is a model of God, the Heavenly Father, who offered his only son Isaac with joy as a sin offering. And Eliezer, his servant, is a model of the Holy Spirit. It is a beautiful story that brings Isaac, a model of Christ, standing in the evening sunset to marry Rebekah, who is the model of the Church of God in the future. After Eliezer's prayer, he met Rebekah and went to her house and told his family that his daughter is the wife chosen for his master Isaac. She left her home with Eliezer immediately, ignoring her family, asking her to stay with them ten more days. This is how people who hear the gospel of Christ through the manifestation of the Holy Spirit immediately believe in Jesus Christ and receive him and begin the journey of faith to meet the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, came down to this wicked world to marry with the sinners after he left the house of our Heavenly Father. 
just as Adam in the past tasted death for a while to obtain his wife and to become one body after obtaining his wife, Jesus, who came as the last Adam, tasted death for three days and three nights in order for him to receive his wife, which is the church. Now he is washing and purifying them with his blood, whosoever believes in him, and makes the church as his body and washes his church with the water of the word of God until he returns to marry with the church. He is preparing a bride who is wrinkle-free and spotless. Apostle Paul testified unto the saints of Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 2 For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. He also purifies the church even now in order to use the members of his body to help him to judge the world together, to rule together in his kingdom, and to use as a spouse to help him to fill the whole universe with all things. Therefore, Christians who have become members of the body of Christ must first do their best to purify each other by being washed with the word between husband and wife at home and gathered together in the church to forgive, wash, and serve one another with the word of God. In addition, the members of the church who are the body of Christ are to be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to the Lord with their hearts, making tunes, and always giving thanks to Heavenly Father in all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and fearing God. Therefore, we must live a life of subjection to each other. The Comforter, Holy Spirit, through the Apostle Paul, gave a message of comfort to the saints suffering from marriage. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 12 through 16. If any brother hath a wife that believeth not, and she be pleased to dwell with him, let him not put her away. And the woman which hath an husband that believeth not, and if he be pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Else were your children unclean, but now are they holy. But if the unbelieving depart, let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases. But God hath called us to peace. For what knowest thou, O wife, whether thou shalt save thy husband? Or how knowest thou, O man, whether thou shalt save thy wife? Let us turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18 first. Let me go ahead and read it first. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall 
we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Sooner or later, when the day of Christ comes, the Lord Jesus Christ will appear in the air to Mary with the members of the church who is his body. He himself will descend from the heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with trump of God. At this time, the saints who have been waiting for the Lord in suffering shall receive great comfort from the Lord. This, this day, is the day a true believer of Christ waits for here on earth. This is the day that we go back home, the real home. This is the day that we leave behind all the pain and suffering of this present world to join the husband, Jesus Christ. Ask yourself this, what am I waiting for here daily? What am I looking forward to? Could it be the fix-it-all COVID-19 vaccine that everyone is eagerly waiting on? Or is it the peace and safety of the world through integration of all religions such as Chrislam or even World Council of Churches, which, which of course is nonsense and apostasy, because they believe there is another way of salvation other than blood atonement of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. What the world religion and integration preaches is that we need to respect each other's religions and accept their ways too. But hear this. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, let me read this first. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Only Jesus Christ is the one that died and shed his blood on the cross and resurrected to provide eternal life to those who repent and believe in his gospel. There is no other religious leaders gods or angels or mystical beings that did that for anyone here on earth let's keep moving the Holy Spirit has prophesied about the future wedding ceremony of the Lamb in heaven through the words of the Psalms we turn to Psalm 45 uh, verse 9 first King's daughters were among thy honorable women Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. Next in verse 13 through 15. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions, that follow her shall be brought unto thee. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought they shall enter into the king's palace. At the wedding ceremony of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, we shall see thousands of people who have been saved over the past 6,000 years participating as guests. John the Baptist testified of himself having the joy as the groom's friend. Uh, you know what? Let's 
find and read John chapter 3, verse 29. This is John the Baptist saying, He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. And now this is Apostle John testify that those invited to the wedding ceremony of the Lamb are blessed. According to Revelation 19 verses 7 through 9, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he hath said, uh, he said unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Before we close out today's message, I have a question for you. Have you been saved? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you have sins? Did you know it is a sin not believing in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ? Uh, it says so in John 16 verse 9, Of sin because they believe not on me. And if we turn to Romans chapter 3, verses 20 through and 24, this tes testifies that everyone is a sinner. You, me, everyone. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So picture this. A random person, a random stranger, that you do not know committed a serious crime and has been locked up and sentenced to death penalty. Without reasoning or hesitation, you send your only son to pardon the prisoner and take the death penalty in his place. The prisoner is fully pardoned and walks out of the prison free. And your son dies in his place. But he doesn't thank you as the parent or isn't thankful for the gift of pardoning. How would you feel? Well, that's exactly how Father God is toward to those who don't believe in the blood atonement of His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who died in our place. And check this out in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. This says, For He hath made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. However, the faithful and true Lord Jesus Christ loves you. And if you wholeheartedly repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ, by his grace you'll receive salvation of your soul. First, we must know what the gospel is. And the gospel is this, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first four verses. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, 
and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And if we turn to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not, not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. This is given by God. You can't buy it. In that case, all the rich people would be saved, but that's not true. It's not what you do that saves you. It is the gift of faith to believe in His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. And now that you've heard the gospel of Christ, you need to confess and believe the gospel. So according to Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10, it says this, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Not telling you to get religious. The salvation from Jesus Christ is one-on-one -on -one pers personal relationship. This is between you and Him. Hell is a real place, and it's always expanding. There's always room for anyone that doesn't believe. It says so in the Bible. And Jesus definitely don't want you ending up in there. The judgment is the same whether you deny His blood atonement or you try to make an excuse of saying, oh, I didn't know, or you try to escape by saying, I've never heard the gospel of Christ. Well, you've heard it today. In today's crazed, you know, pandemic crazed world, which is getting worse day by day, your only way to eternal life and escape from this hellish world is through Jesus Christ. Will you receive him today? You must invite the Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. I'll start. You can uh, pause it, write it down, go back and repeat it. But let's do the prayer. Here we go. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for giving us your word today. May the Holy Spirit anoint each and everyone listening. Your message this time, receive wisdom and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, I have testified your word of truth best as possible. 
may only your word of truth remain in the hearts of all the listeners. Also, to those who have heard the gospel for the first time today, we thank you, Lord. Please open their understanding as they read the Bible. Water them and nurture them with the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, as he is written in the volume of the books of the Holy Bible. For the saved brothers and sisters in Christ, bless and guide them in truth always as lamp unto their feet and light unto their path. May those who lack in faith of you, Lord, hearken unto their prayers and in increase their faith in you. For the Bible says, It is impossible to please you, Lord, without faith. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, thank you for your time. If today was your first time ever hearing the gospel of Christ, God bless you, dear friend. And do please share this message among your friends and family members who have not yet received Jesus Christ. Episodes such as today may need to be heard more than once, perhaps several times, because faith comes from hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God bless you and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus be with you all. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at WGMI.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.